brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute radio. Hello, and thank you for downloading the podcast. Um, I've received a hamper. Oh. I don't normally get sent things like that. It's... No, they normally send this sort of stuff to influencers now, don't they? Not radio professionals. Well, thank you very much, yeah. <laughs> I suppose I do, I do. I feel like an influencer right now. Yeah. Um, what's written on the side of it, Matt? Corrigans of Mayfair. Well, thank you to Corrigans of Mayfair. Shall we have a little look inside? Come R- with us, dear podcast it's the Irish TV chef Richard Corrigan. You may have seen him on uh, some cookery shows. This is, of course, because it's St. Patrick's, St. Patrick's Day, Day on Sunday. Day on Sunday, and you're Irish, of course. I am half Irish, half yes. Half Irish. Mum is from Mayo. We've got a Guinness Brownie Square. Oh, we got nice. Corrigan's Game Sausage Pie. Ooh. Not for us vegans. No, I'll have that if you want them. Okay, <laughs> um, Sounds amazing. Corrigan's Game Pie. Used by the 16th of March. When's that? What date is it today? That's before St. Patrick's Day, so that's, that's tomorrow. tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Corrigan's of Mayfair. <laughs> They're giving you all the out-of-date stuff. Maybe, maybe, they, <laughs> on the term. maybe they want to um, maybe they want to do away with this radio professional. <laughs> oh no, that's from Chef Richard Corrigan. That's so lovely. Oh, nice. Yeah, they were gonna put it in the whoops section, all the discounted stuff. Oh, so. don't say <laughs> that. It's a lovely send thing. It, send Ooh. it to the radio. Oh wow. Dingle gin. Dingle gin, nice. Irish gin. My wife likes gin. That's good. And blackberry from Dickie's Bar. Nice. And some roasted nuts. Wow. Well, thank you. How how lovely. How, um... Oh, I can't write. Just come back over here, please, everyone. What are you doing for St. Patrick's Day? What are you doing to mark the occasion? Well, as the dear subscriber will find out by listening to the radio show that has just gone before, if you get what I mean, mm. I am going to be hosting the testimonial of Cholton oh, Athletic yes, of club captain Chris Solly. Chris Solly, yeah. I've only just put two and two together. That is on St. Patrick's Day, and they're inviting a load of supporters down as well. So... That's going to be quite the rowdy evening, isn't it? Wow. <laughs> um, so as well as talking about club captain Chris Solly, there's a whole load of other stuff for you to enjoy, including we asked the big questions on the show. What's the key difference between you 10 years ago and you now? Uh, Emma Jones reads somebody's news and we find out about an incredible souvenir from a former area manager of Blockbuster Video in Plymouth. Enjoy. Prepare yourselves. We liked his voice so much... We put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. I'd like to begin the show this morning, if I may, by talking about Bryony Frost, the first female jockey to win big at Cheltenham on Frodon. Yeah. I believe her horse was called. What a lovely... The, the human interest stories behind horse racing, something I've never really been into before, but as we've been doing this Paddy Power thing yeah. this week on the show, I thought... It's not I'd, all just gambling. thought I'd have a little look in. And, um... Her, Bryony being interviewed after she won oh, and the emotional. way in which she was it? talking to her horse and about yeah, her horse. I know, I know. When she was saying, I was about to give up, but Frodon kept me going. She yeah. said, kept going, go on, Bryony, you I can do this. I love him, I love this guy. It, it was, was amazing, so nice. It? It's so heartwarming. Especially nice, as I had a little flutter on, on oh, Frodon. So that was particularly nice. Well, I wasn't going to um, make it all about the money. <laughs> but yeah, it was really... Her, she was in the lead for the whole race. And then she nearly lost it towards the end, but then came romping back into it. All I gained from this, it wasn't financial, it was just an emotional story that will stay with me for well, the rest a, of my It caused day. a real buzz in the social stable. I don't know if you've been watching the ITV coverage yeah. of The guy Cheltenham. from Love Island co-hosting. Yeah. Oh, dear. What a show that is. <laughs> I, I, I haven't, I'd never watched Love Island, but I watched Celebrity Hunted, and he was in it, and he came right. across so well yeah. on that show. But what is going on in the social stable? It's mental in there, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's crazy. Because <laughs> I'm a newcomer, I don't know who that 
that guy is. No. I'm sure he has no idea who I am either. No. But um, I, I do, who is he? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> just, like, I've just, seen a lot of random people in the social stable. They've given, they've ruffled his hair up, put him in a wax jacket, and just let him go. It's very. It's the comparisons to Sidekick Simon's new feature on the new Alan Partridge show. It's, it's virtually exactly the same. <laughs> people the social love it, stable at Cheltenham. I watched a bit, and the two presenters were walking along, and they suddenly stopped, and they took a selfie together, yeah. and then just carried on walking. Oh, really modernising coverage of horse racing. But anyway, we digress. Well done, Bryony, though. Well That's done to Bryony. What a lovely story that was. And now moving on to item two as we introduce the show. It's time to get all in between us and go, good morning, haircut. Hey, haircut. Oh, up. Hey, haircut. Is that a haircut? I hate having a haircut. It's so chilly. <laughs> The weather is, it, is much colder than I thought it was. This is why I've not been wearing a coat for yeah, the past few yeah. months, because I've had this mane. Like um, this is the most extreme haircut I've, I've seen you have since we've been working together. Yeah. It's I mean, give me two weeks and it'll be back to where it was. Back to where it have was. Have you got but, something big, a big telly appearance coming up? Or what is this? No, no, no. no. Uh, this, was, this was purely, on this occasion, was purely because um, it was just too unkempt. Uh, right. Right, okay. Well, you that's, look very dapper. Good, and I want to be more like Ross Kemp, yeah. so I had it shorter. <laughs> Yeah. Haircut, haircut. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Okay, so I'm asking for the six-word weekend story, Morning Glory. Effectively, the tale of your weekend, what you're hoping to do, your dreams, your aspirations, your plans, but boiled down in just six words. And this is coming from Glennis. I want us all to have a stab at interpreting what's going on here. Karaoke with croaky, no matter what. Mm. It's like a Sunday Times crossword clue, isn't mm. it? And it's yeah. probably worth clarifying, Glennis is not what you call me. This no, is a no, separate no. person who's been in touch. Although we could, we could adopt that. We could, yeah, and and Boston as well. Glennis Boston's a good name. <laughs> a sports anchor, come comedian. Glennis Boston. <laughs> Karaoke with Crokey, no matter what. Crokey has a capital K. Yes, the capital K suggests this is someone's nickname, perhaps, or maybe it's a slight typo on the text and she's going to be doing karaoke with Stan Cronkey. Stan Cronkey. The, uh, <laughs> the owner of Arsenal. <laughs> but I'm not sure. It's obviously karaoke with someone with a croaky voice and they're going to go no matter what. Yes, or she, Glennis has got a really croaky voice. But why would Crokey be spelt K-R-O-A-C-K-Y and have a capital K? Is it Croquet? Is she going to be playing a, <laughs> a lawn-based game? We were uh, looking for a new experience yeah. on yesterday's show. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Croquet Karaoke. Croquet Karaoke. <laughs> Everyone okay? Is that when you just pretend to play Croquet? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. There are no actual hoops. You just get your little mallet. <laughs> yeah. I'm coming yeah. up, so you better... Uh, that was my croquet. go-to song. <laughs> <laughs> Giving too much away. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we need to know who Croquet is. Um, karaoke with Croquet no matter what. Eye surgery later, pirate weekend ahead, says Angie the medic. Good luck, Angie. The day Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. To clarify, uh, Glennis in Boston's got back in touch. Uh, Crokey is the person who owns the whole karaoke joint. Right. So Crokey's Glennis karaoke. is not only karaoke, but she's karaoke with, you know, VIP style with the boss. Oh, nice. So uh, have a lovely in weekend. Yeah. Dave in Harold Hill says, Cousin Stag do tomorrow, help Sunday. Or when he's sending out the messages of help. <laughs> he's writing help in the sand, isn't he, on his own little island. Uh, thank you very much indeed for that, Dave. Have a good one. Uh, my six-word weekend story, Morning Glory, is hosting club captain Chris Solly's testimonial. Oh. I'm wow. doing that on Sunday. Charlton player... Is yes. he, still, he stopped playing. This is his last season, obviously. It's his testimonial year. No, no, it's not his last season. He's oh, got he's plenty legs left in Oh, has he? Nice, uh, good. Yes, he's, uh, he's an academy graduate. He's a nice oh, guy, Chris. he's been Sol. there all the, time, all the way through. He's a one-club man. He's a one-club oh, man. Oh, so I love it's an honour to be involved. 
I've been wanting to ask him questions about, you know, kind of, am I going to be getting a script? Who's going to be there? Because I want to write some stuff around what we're doing. But I've had to stagger when I message him because I don't want... I, I believe I have the power to affect his performances and therefore <laughs> the performance of Charlton Athletic overall oh, yeah. uh, in our push for promotion. Yeah. So I'm having... I'm thinking I don't want to message him straight after training. I can't message him just before a game. <laughs> so I've had to really be careful with the correspondence to and throw with Chris. Oh, nice. And we've been on a good winning streak lately. So yeah. I like to think that the success of my beloved Charlton Athletic Football Club is down down to the timing of my correspondence. Yeah, partly down to your texting schedule. Yeah, yeah thank you very yeah, much. Well done. Um, what about you, Matt? Um, well, the main thing for me this weekend is broadcasting with a living legend tomorrow. We're not working together tomorrow. <laughs> 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 thank no. you. You set him up, I knock him down. No, yes, I know to what you refer. It's Frank Skinner's all-day yes. session. Amazing. And he's going to be on rock and roll football with me and Matt Ford. I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. Ten hours of pure Frank to oh, break ten years lovely. of absolute radio. I remember listening to a podcast he did from the 2010 World Cup in South Africa on this very station years ago, obviously in 2010, <laughs> with, with, uh, with David Baddiel. And he sang a song that, for some reason, I can't. I remember to this day where he sang on his ukulele in a George Formby style, blowing on his vuvuzela. And it's a great song. And I've asked producer Daisy if he can recreate that song for me on Saturday. On rock which and roll football. Be, I, frankly, I'm not sure he's going to have his ukulele with him. But Frank, bring your ukulele. It would be amazing. I love Make it when Matt's he sings. dreams come true. Of course, that kicks off ten hours of Frank Skinner tomorrow from eight a.m. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning. It's the Dave Berry breakfast show on absolute radio on your friday morning and right now well i hope you are sitting down because our friends with diy benefits wix are offering you two tins of 2.5 liter matte and silk colored emulsion for just 30 pounds that's right everybody just 30 pounds get your nuts around that as danny dye might say (laughs) and if that wasn't enough to celebrate this what can only be described as landmark deal they are giving you a chance to win a 250 pounds wix gift card as we play a picture paints a thousand words our resident artiste mr matt dyson sits with an easel in front of him, a canvas, a selection of paintbrushes, and the all-important 2.5-litre tin of Dave Berry paint. Yes, if there's any newcomers, I do have my own paint, which yes. you get at Wix. It's Is a that rather fetching blue colour. Can you get that on the offer this weekend? Hey, £30, my Probably. friend, two tins. Yeah. Don't you worry about that. That's in vinyl Matt Dyson as well, let's not forget that. That's right. Yeah. Uh, now, I'm going to describe what I want Matt to paint for me without actually saying what I want him to paint. And all you have to do is correctly guess what Matt is putting on the canvas. Sounds quite re- visual, but it's going to work as a radio feature. Don't worry. Um, don't forget, when we hosted Home Time, we did mime. We did a mime <laughs> oh, yeah, class true, yeah, on yeah. the radio. That's true. It's a good point, yeah. <laughs> really, we did. OK, here we go. On the left-hand side of the canvas, Matt Dyson, yeah. paint one vertical line from top to bottom, approximately six inches long. OK. That's about six inches. <laughs> It's a generous always, six inches. Yeah, always generous, yeah. <laughs> Give or take a foot. Yeah. <laughs> Paint the exact same line on the right-hand <coughs> side of the canvas, approximately mm, eight inches away from the oh. line you just did on the right-hand side. Yeah, OK. Oh, eight inches away, or is it, yeah, is away. it the same Same, same side? length, same oh, length. Oh, right, sorry. Already? This is going to look very abstract. I can't see it, <laughs> so right, I don't know. Right. I've rescued it, I've rescued it. <laughs> right, OK. It's going to be slightly wonky. Join the two lines at the bottom with a slight downward curve from left to right. 
Join the lines at the bottom with a downward curve. Join the two lines at the bottom with a slight downward curve from left to right. I hope you guys out there are listening to these clues because it's the only mm, way you're going to win the £250 sure Wix gift that. card. Yeah. I, th- I think you got that the wrong way around. Man. Really? Oh, you did? I oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can see the reflection in the glass. I think, I think yeah. it needs to be convex as oh, opposed yeah. to right, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll, just, I'll just do both then. Yeah, don't concave it. Right. Now I can see you. You kind of <laughs> tin of beans. You're trying to join a three-dimensional version yeah, of what no, I want. Yeah. No, okay, no, join the really two good. lines at the top with a slight upward curve. Ah, so that way. Yeah, right. From left yeah. to right. So there we go. I'm going to run out of room here. Oh, you've painted your. That's these six-inch lines were too long, weren't they? Yeah, mm. they were. So you've gone wrong. Oh, before. There we go. Yeah, uh, it's looking good so far. I like this. Yeah. No, because I know what I need you to I do next, that. and you've run out of canvas. Oh, right. <laughs> High above it, please. Now, <laughs> in the sky, uh, uh, now join the two lines at the top with a slight downward curve. Okay, yeah. From right to left, creating an ellipse. Oh. Still with me? Oh, I, Matt, I was going to say you could have just turned the canvas upside down, and you've already done it. Oh, yeah, could have done. This looks quite good. I'm quite now, pleased Matt, with this. Now, Matt, how old are you? Uh, 42, yeah. Okay. Now, on top of the ellipse, please draw 42 vertical lines ah, wherever you choose. Okay, okay. There's not much room for them. No. And finally, when you're done with that, draw a small flame atop each of the 42 <laughs> okay. vertical lines. <laughs> yeah, okay. And the yeah, drawing will be yes. complete. <laughs> Matt Dyson's still doing the candles. <laughs> Comes to us all, I suppose. Yeah, well, you know, you got a lot. Of, I've got a lot of candles these days. Okay. Oh, I've just said candles as well. Which... Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, mm. Trust me, when you see what he's painted, you needed the clue. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Right now, our friends with DIY Benefits Wix are offering you two tins of 2.5 litre matte and silk coloured emulsion for just £30. Yes, just £30. And to celebrate that fact, we're giving away a £250 Wix gift card uh, using our resident artiste, Mr Matt Dyson. You had to paint me a picture but only using the lines and squiggles that I described to you. And then we're going to bring someone to the air and they're going to guess what on earth that monstrosity on that canvas is. And joining us right now on line one is Emma. Good morning, Emma. Morning, Dave. How are you? Very well. Lovely to have you on the show. Um, I know you spoke to producer Mark Off-Air just then. Uh, we believe you yep. work in communications. Matt Dyson says he used to date somebody called Emma who worked in communications. Yeah. Did you used to go out with Matt Dyson? Please tell me you did. No, oh. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> you never forget him, let me tell you. No. Uh, so, <laughs> what was Matt Dyson painting under my instruction? A birthday cake. It was a birthday cake, yes. yes. Bravo, you've won well yourself done. a £250 Wix gift oh. card. Um, oh, brilliant, thank you. Uh, Matt likened his own work. We'll post a picture of this on, uh, on our um, uh, Twitter feed, at Absolute Radio. You likened it to Wilson from yeah. the Tom yeah. Hanks movie. Yeah, the face he paints on the ball. Yeah. <laughs> His only face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Looks a bit like that. Um, so well done to you, Emma. Lovely having you on the show. Enjoy your weekend when it comes around. I will do. Thank you very much. Cheers, Em. Take that. care now. Cheers. Lots of love. Bye-bye. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Well, we're going to dedicate the next bit of this show uh, to finishing the sentence. The difference between me 10 years ago and me now is dot, 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 dot. Many of yours coming in are, well, 95% of them are medical-based. <laughs> All kinds of things about bowels and kidneys. Yeah. and uh, We'll get to those. They do keep them coming, 8, 12, 15. But as always, it's only fair I get the ball rolling. And the difference between me 10 years ago and me now is 10 years ago, I never thought I'd become sick of superhero movies. Uh. I thought it was impossible. 
we lived in before ten years ago. We lived in a world where there was the ill-fated Superman Returns with Brandon Routh. Mm. There was a couple of Christian Bale Batman movies around. Yeah, and then everything changed in two thousand eight with a little film called Iron Man, uh, yeah. which made something like half a billion dollars at the box office, and that was the only excuse Hollywood needed to get involved. So since then, since in the last ten years, we had Iron Man two, Thor, Captain America, the Avengers, Iron Man three, Thor, Captain America, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers, Ant Man, Captain America, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy, Spider Man, Thor, Black Panther, Avengers, Ant Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, and the Avengers Endgame is still to come. So that is twenty films, which means in the last ten years they have released a superhero movie every six months. Oh, it's too much. Ten years ago, I thought I could never get enough of this CGI stuff. Oh, this and it's is all, awesome. Yeah, it's all just mm. CGI, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not enjoying it. There's well, so imagine a superhero it. film with just practical effects. That'd be rubbish. It's <laughs> true. It's all about Iron Man's meetings. <laughs> yeah, that, that is that is true. I I have very vague memories of the Spider Man television show where yeah. clearly the guy was crawling along the floor and they just took <laughs> yeah. the camera. I preferred that. Yeah. Old and school. The, the whole... carpeted ceilings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That carpeted skyscraper <laughs> where it was so famous in, in Manhattan. Um, and the Hulk as well. The Hulk was genuinely scary. Lou Ferrino painted yeah, green. Yeah, it was great. That was quite scary. But I'm just, I never thought I'd be sick of superhero yeah, films because I, I love that as a genre of movies. But there's just so many. Being there's been so many. With them. And I'm glad that, you know, the maths has proved me right because one every six months is ridiculous. Yeah, it's too much. What about you, Matt? The difference between uh, me ten years ago and me now is? Well, David, ten years ago uh, <laughs> I had no grey hair, I had good eyesight, I had disposable income, I had time to myself. I remember yeah. him. That was fun, <laughs> <Matt>. <laughs> that, was, that was great fun, Basically, Matt. I don't come first anymore. I'm a little <laughs> less selfish. And there, David, is the road to enlightenment. The pursuit of the self is ultimately unfulfilling. It sounds like you preferred your life ten years ago. No, no, <laughs> I didn't. I definitely didn't. Don't ask follow-up questions. <laughs> and using my full name doesn't make you sound philosophical, just to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. The difference between me ten years ago and me now is... Me two extra chins, says James. Oh. The difference between me ten years ago and me now is my hair resembled Ryland Clark's jet black slick back look. I now resemble Scoff. And yes, he should have a statue, says Andy. <laughs> <laughs> the difference between me 10 years ago and now is that 10 years ago I had just turned 18 and I couldn't wait to get dressed up and go clubbing. And now I'm at home waiting for my favourite TV programme to return called Bin There, Dump That from Cat, which I'd never heard of even with my obsession for all things bin-based. Yeah. It's a bin dating show from America. Oh, is it? I thought I it was know, a it? documentary about uh, lifting the lid on the waste industry in the UK, on UK TV, apparently. Been sounds there, done that. Either one sounds great to so me. So I've just created a new dating show. <laughs> <laughs> Love when I do that. Um, Emma Jones, the difference between you 10 years ago and you now is? I was a student um, 10 years ago, so I've regressed right. and now go to bed at 7 o'clock at night rather than staying out all night. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Apart from, of course, the ill-fated sink incident you shared with us. Yeah, my, my next one was going to be and I can't handle my drink anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Glenn Moore. Um, <laughs> ten years ago, I couldn't grow any facial hair at all, and ten years on, I have uh, I can grow twenty-seven hairs. Uh, yeah, they take about three days, but I had a night off and I counted, and it's twenty-seven. <laughs> Unfortunately, again, they're all bunched together, just left of his chin. <laughs> yeah. just, just there, just there. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. The people have spoken. Listener Cat has inspired many people like myself to want to know what been there dump that is all about. So here's the trailer. There is glamour. In the waste industry. In a brand new series, meet the characters that'll make you rethink your rubbish. Hey, up, Darren. She does brighten up your day. 
This is called Safety First when sampling. Stand back. Hours of endless entertainment. Here we go. <laughs> Your mice get hung. <laughs> this is my Ferrari. <laughs> JD's always smiling all year round, even in the cold. Absolutely filthy all day long, and I love it. <laughs> Lifting the lid on the waste industry. If I can bring a bit of glam into it, then I will. Been there, done that. Starts Tuesday, 17th of February on Watch. Great, isn't it? I can't believe no, you haven't seen that already, Dave. It sounds like the worst TV show that I can imagine. You'd love it. <laughs> I'd hate cool. to... I know you shouldn't... It's not cool to start trying to get your own nickname going, but if you could all refer to me as Skip Hunk from now on in, I'd really Skip. appreciate that. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning. Now, it is the last day of the Cheltenham Festival and Paddy Power are giving you a chance to win £2,000 right here on The Breakfast Show. You can get all the latest on Cheltenham, plus tips from Ruby Walsh and Matt Chapman and lots more with Paddy Power. Just search Paddy Power News. Now, I've managed to get our hands... Our hands? I've managed to get our hands... Have you? <laughs> get off my hands. <laughs> <laughs> ..on a copy of Escalado, the infamous Escalado. Imagine this, it's a board game with a horse track, a bunch of horses, which used to be made of lead back in the day. Uh, it's got a big handle. Uh, Emma, are you going to twist the handle today? Yeah, sure. OK, Glenn did it yesterday, that's good. Uh, and this is by magic, the horses actually race down the track. So for your chance to win £2,000, we're going to bring two people on air. I'm going to fiddle with your hands, and whoever's horse wins will get the £2,000. It's as simple as that. Matt, you're going to be on commentary duty again, if you don't mind. OK, as long as you stop touching my hands. OK, <laughs> before, <laughs> before you make it to radio, you need to answer this question. What time is the Cheltenham Gold Cup chase today? Is it 1.30pm or 3.30pm? The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Well, right now, someone's going to win £2,000, all thanks to Paddy Power, where you can get all the latest on Cheltenham, plus tips from Ruby Walsh and Matt Chapman, and lots more with Paddy Power. Just search out Paddy Power News. On line one, we have Paul. Good morning to you, Paul. Morning, Dave. How you doing, my friends? Not too bad. Yourself? Very good, thank you. Heading into the weekend, you feeling excited about that? I am very excited. May I ask what you do for a living, Paul? I'm an AC engineer, Dave. AC engineer, one of our great air conditioning engineers. Um, Paul, you have been assigned the horse with the yellow jersey jockey. What would you like to call your horse? Cool as you like. Cool as you like from the AC engineer. Very good. On line two, we have Scott. Good morning to you, Scott. Good morning, Dave. How you doing, my man? I'm very good, very good. Yourself? Very well, thank you. You looking forward to the weekend? Uh, yes, indeed, and I've got a rare weekend off, which is good. Oh, good man, I'm so pleased for you. What do you do? What's your line of work? I'm a police officer. Police officer! One of our fine police officers on the show. Uh, you have the orange jersey jockey. What are you going to call your horse, Scott? I thought I'd go with passing wind. Passing <laughs> wind, OK. Paul, Scott, Scott, Paul? Morning, Paul. OK, gentlemen, this is what's going to happen on Escalado. Matt Dyson is your commentator. Emma Jones is your race controller. If your horse falls, you are out of the race. If both horses fall at the same time, it is the horse that is furthest down the track that takes victory. And finally, of course, if everyone stays on their feet, it's the first to cross the line. The producer's decision is final. Producer Mark, with great power comes great responsibility. Are you ready to handle that responsibility? Always ready. OK. 
Um, Matt Dyson, would you like to set the scene for us, please? Yes, you join us here on Gold Cup Day in Golden Square. The going is still good to firm because it's a table. And we're now ready to go. <laughs> cool as you like and passing wind. We're off. An early lead for the yellow one. Cool as you like has gone into an early lead as they go to the fourth furlong. But passing wind is come coming on, back into this. Suddenly, out of nowhere, passing oh, wind is through. One furlong to go. No. It's an easy lead for the orange come horse. On. Passing oh. wind has won it. Oh, on a rare weekend off with £2,000. How are you feeling, officer? Oh, my goodness. I am absolutely astounded. Thank you so much. That is our pleasure. Enjoy your rare weekend off. Give it up for Policeman Scott, everybody. Cheers, my man, and unlucky to Paul. It was lovely having you on the show. Get all the latest on Cheltenham Plus tips from Ruby Walsh and Matt Chapman and lots more with Paddy Power. Just search out Paddy Power News. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's 11 minutes past eight on your Friday morning, which means, as promised, it's time for Emma Jones Reads Your News. It's 8.11, I'm Emma Jones, and this is your news. We start today's headlines with reports that a man in Shropshire has been left stunned after returning to his van to discover that a local chicken had forcibly gained <laughs> access to the vehicle and had proceeded to lay an egg. We spoke to Steve, a service engineer who was working on a job at the time of the incident. He told us of his reaction when he heard a rustling noise at the back of his van. I had a look and uh, found a chicken. Yeah, I, I was a bit shocked, to be honest. So I uh, ushered this chicken out and went about my business. Came back a couple of minutes later and the chicken was back. I think it laid an egg. Right there in the pizza box. So uh, wrapped it up in my hat to keep it nice and warm. Took it home, spoiled it and ate it. Oh. <laughs> Unfortunately, the chicken was not available for comment. In other news, we're getting reports that perilous weather conditions have forced Andrew in Silverstone to cancel plans for a leisurely cycle around the South Northamptonshire countryside. Glenn Moore is live from the scene of the intended cycle route with the latest. Yeah, and by the end, everyone was just completely naked. We have, oh, thanks, Emma. Yes, that's right. I'm here in deepest Silverstone where local man Andrew Hart has been forced to abandon plans for a hotly anticipated cycle ride. In a recent statement to the press just moments ago, Andrew's confessed he had been looking forward to this all week and will probably have to try again tomorrow now. Wow, lots to unpack there. I'll be bringing you the updates on this story as it unfolds. Back to you in the studio, Emma. Thanks, Glenn. And finally, the news that Kaylee Ryan, a Welsh expat who now lives in London, has for the first time in her life tried a turkey burger, achieving what seems the impossible. Kaylee finished the entirety of the burger in question in one sitting. This comes only days after previous suggestions that she's supposed to have given up meat for Lent. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Oh, let's get that nice, warm, nostalgic hug and talk all things blockbuster video again, shall we? Love it. And joining us now, as promised, a former area manager, everybody. Ooh. It's Alison. Good morning, Alison. Good morning. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us. You're a big cheese. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> oh, you are? Um, so, which area did you manage? Uh, Plymouth, Exeter and Exmouth. My Seven, really. goodness. My goodness. It's a big patch. That is a big patch. A lot of rentals <laughs> going on around there. We've, we've spoke Hello. to some humble managers over this course of talking all things blockbuster video, but never an area manager. So my first question to you, Alison, and I think I ask this on behalf of so many people here in the UK, nay, around the world, what on earth happened with all the movie posters and why would you never give me one when I was a kid? 
Well, well, we used to put names on the back of the cutouts. You know, the like Star Wars cutouts. We yeah. used to give them away to people. So you must just be unlucky. Didn't come to the store. Oh, if only we'd been in Alison's store. So what, someone would come in and go, can I please have C-3PO, for example, and then you'd write, like, Josh on it or whatever, and then it would be held there. If the staff hadn't all bagged it, yeah. yeah See, that's that's, I knew there'd be some staff bagging going yeah, on. Yeah. Were you were you OK with the staff bagging the posters and the cardboard cutouts, Alison, or would you come down them like a ton of bricks? No, they could have them once they'd been finished with, otherwise they just went in the bin, so... My goodness, I'd love to work for someone like you, Alison. It's just a dream, isn't it? Um, did you have any, like, celebrity staff? Are there any staff you had that stuck out in your mind, went on to do other things? Um, when I worked in Texas branch, Michael Underwood, the presenter, married to Angelica Bell. Angelica Bell worked. from Scala Radio, of course. That's right. I'm having, yes. I'm having some coffee from a Scala Radio <laughs> yeah. mug. It's the yeah, only yeah. mug you can get around here nowadays, <laughs> isn't it? Since it launched everywhere. Um, wow. Well, this is incredible. So um, we promised tale of an incredible souvenir, and we believe you have this souvenir. You swiped it from a blockbuster video, Awards Do. Is that correct? That's correct, yes. So tell everybody <laughs> what you are still in possession of. A bottle of white wine, which is Blockbuster branded, from 1997. Oh! oh! A vintage year. Blockbuster yeah. video white wine! <laughs> the 97, is it a, is it a Servion Blanc? Tell me it's a Servion Blanc. Um, I think so, yes. <laughs> Cheeky Chablis or something. Drink, it's just generic white wine. wine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hang on a second, you don't drink wine? I don't drink so, wine. So you mean the wine, survive. it's still intact? It is indeed. <laughs> Alison, please come to our screening next week. I don't know if you know what's going on here, but effectively I've joined the last blockbuster on planet Earth and we're flying over the assistant manager, Ryan, and he's coming with a copy of Point Break on DVD, which we're going to put on for some of our lovely listeners. Please come and join us in the swanky Soho screening room and bring the wine, oh, because yeah. Matt Dyson, would you like to sample some blockbuster video wine? 20 year old, over 20 years old blockbuster oh. wine. <laughs> yes, please. It was a very good year. <laughs> Alison, come along and bring the wine, please. Chill it before okay. we leave, though, yeah. You will. Oh, that's such good news. Yes. Uh, Matt, I believe because um, Alison's from the Plymouth area, you had a question about something I just topical. wondered if um, uh, Philip Schofield ever rented a video from the Plymouth branch because there's talk of him having his own statue in Plymouth after he did hospital radio there. I don't know, to be fair. He might have done, but it was very busy. And we, I think we might have had Les Dennis at some point. Les Dennis? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Same, same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. same thing. <laughs> um, do you think Philip Schofield should have a statue in Plymouth? Um, possibly. <laughs> I'm not really sure. Not but but Les Dennis, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Alison, we'll see you at the screening next week. Thank you for being such a superstar. Thank you. Take, Take care. care. Cheers, Alison. Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Right now, Matt Dyson is armed with your social ammo. Matt Dyson, what's I, going on um, out there? What do we need to know? Well, we've talked a lot about goal celebrations recently and we there have. was another wacky one last night in the Europa League. Uh, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, when he scored his second goal for Arsenal, uh, went behind the goal to a little bag that he'd planted there and pulled out a mask, uh, a Black Panther mask, and he was he put it on to celebrate. So, th because all I saw when I woke up this morning was that him wearing it and I wondered if he'd had it down his shorts. Uh, no, yeah, it was a little bag by the goal uh, he's done it before It'll he did be quite it with, restrictive he, he did it when yeah you wouldn't want to carry it around all game would you you no. wouldn't want to put it in your socks no no so he's, he, he did it before when he was at Borussia Dortmund he did Spider-Man and Batman 
Right. And now he's done the Black Panther, uh, saying that it was a tribute uh, uh, to a tribute to his his homeland in Gabon in Africa and the national team. He says it represents him, Black oh. Panther. So that was well, nice, very nice. Nice little celebration. Nice little twist on the superhero celebration. Elsewhere, there's a big pineapple video that's gone viral. You may have seen this. Um, <laughs> how do you normally prepare a pineapple? That's the question. Well, I don't like pineapple, so oh, I've, yes, you I've never you prepared hate it, one. You know, I always eat your leftover pineapple when you have a fruit salad. Yes. <laughs> Hey, honey, <laughs> <I've> always... <laughs> some things stay private, you know. <laughs> I've always traditionally... I know we like to share on this show, but, you know. I've always traditionally uh, cut the rough skin at the edge off and then cut it in half and take out the stalk in the middle and then chop it up from there. But there is a new way to do it. Apparently, each little... Sort of like a segment, so you twist the top off uh, with where the leaves come out of the pineapple. Yeah, the spiky bit. Twist that off. By the way, I do know as well on pineapple uh, uh, life hacks, the easier it is to pull out the leaf from the top, the riper the pineapple is. Still tastes disgusting, though. Did you know? <laughs> well, no, I like it. Uh, so instead of peeling the skin off, each different bit is like a little segment which you can twist the top of and then pull apart and pull out a little segment of pineapple. Nature's canopy. Yeah, I mean, I've not tried it, so I don't know if it works, but there is a video. Some people have said it's actually harder than they make it look in this video. Yeah, it doesn't look that easy. Oh, it's no. always the way with those videos, though. On anything yeah. on YouTube is a lot harder in real yeah, life. Yeah, it's going to change the way you peel a pineapple forever. Oh, but, you know we hate those things. <laughs> yeah, but I'm You've not... been peeling pineapples all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have I? I haven't been peeling pineapples in the first place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How do you know about my pineapple peeling? <laughs> and then uh, some scientists at the University of Plymouth. Everything's focused around Plymouth. For some <laughs> reason, this week, the Pip Schofield statue <laughs> I'm so obsessed with Plymouth. Um, uh, they have put a mobile phone in a blender. <laughs> so, <laughs> and they've blended up a mobile phone. Right. Basically to Why? show to show all the different ingredients. You don't really think about what's in your mobile phone. They put all the ingredients in the, in the blender. And then Why can't they just ask the factory for a photo? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. So it's got like 33 grams of iron, 13 grams of silicon, 7 grams of chromium, 900 milligrams of tungsten, 70 cobalt. Uh, it's got some <laughs> mildebendium and psalium. All right, and I'm done. And some silver and gold in there as well, which I didn't realise. And basically well, they're saying... When you said there's gold in there, are you talking about your talking there's bit There's gold here, in them there. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still waiting for it. There's gold in them there, smartphones. So right. Basically they're saying, think about what's in it because all this mining for these precious minerals to go in your selfish little smartphone is putting a strain on the planet. Another thing to worry about. It's another thing to what? worry about. So, what an addition. So there you go. There's a generous helping of Trending Topic. As your social media enabler, I'm positively philanthropic. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Coming up shortly, we launch No Repeat Guarantee, and today we're giving you a chance to win a whole pile of cash. And, of course, No Repeat Guarantee is across all seven of our stations, which is the perfect excuse to have a little game of Beat the Intro, kids. Yes! Here we go. So, uh, you get a point for the name of the band or artist and a point for the name of the song. Your names are your buzzers. I hope that you're playing along wherever you are right now out there. And we begin with Absolute Radio 60s. Glenn. Glenn. Simon Garfunkel, Mrs. Robinson. Wow. Yes, it is. Correct. Well done. Glenn's always wins these, by the way, if you're a newcomer to the party. Absolute Radio 70s. Glenn. Glenn. I'm coming. I don't know who the artist is. I know, is. I know the artist. Okay, hang on. I'm I'm ready everyone, to steal. everyone, calm down. What, <laughs> I'm ready what, was you, to steal. what were you saying the song was called? Was it I'm Coming Up? No. Emma. Oh. Dyson. Dyson. 
No, Emma. Okay, Emma. Sorry. Okay. I'm coming out. Yes. No. Yes. Is is it Diana Ross? Yes, it is. You got yes. two points. Ready to pounce. Didn't say Dyson quick enough. I didn't realise I had to realise I He's getting the rules gradually. He's still thinking about all the things that make up a mobile phone. <laughs> Seriously, it's an amazing video. It is amazing. Yeah. Right, absolute 80s. Here we go. Glenn. Oh. Glenn. Uh, Emma. Oh, no. Glenn. Glenn. Emma. You know Emma. what? I've, I've come in too quickly. Emma. I've come in too quickly. Emma. Was it oh, no, 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 no. A queen. Um, no, 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 because you're like, yeah, it was just a... It was a non-point. I was going to say that anyway. Okay, okay. Right, no, I'll, I'll, I'll take no points. I'll take no points. I should take two points. It was, it was <laughs> both frozen out of the rest of the quiz. Okay, do you know what? Doesn't mean you'll win. Do you know what? Yeah, let's try Are we really doing this? We're going to see how Matt does on his own. But that was, of course, Queen. I want to break through that to 80s. Okay, Matt, everyone else... Still got it right. Just for this one, just for this one, and it's your decade, it's the 90s. Everyone else is frozen out. Let's see how Matt does. Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to listen to the whole thing. I've got the time, haven't I? This is agony. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Matt, come on. Swayed, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's um, so casual. And, What's it called? Um, Oh, um, Animal Nitrate. Was no, it's beautiful ones. Oh, of course. <sighs> okay, everyone else is back in Oh, plow. good. <laughs> this is Absolute Radio Naughties. Emma. Glenn. Teenage Dirtbag Wheatus. Yes, it wow. was. But Emma, Emma did two buzz points. It. Emma did, did buzz oh, in. She did Fine. buzz in. Yeah, she did. really quick. It very good. <laughs> okay, this is Absolute Classic Rock. Here we go. Dyson. Dyson. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, say what you hear. It's one of those classic rock ones, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah, Glenn, go on. No, I want to hear the rest of it, I don't want to go by the information you had. I can't get there. I've got to go through the whole song before I can get to the name. Matt, you're frozen out. Here we go. It's a tune. Come on, uh, Glenn. Guys. Glenn. Bad to the bone. Yes. Oh, Don't know the artist. Bad. Emma, do you have a go at the artist? Is it, is it um, Steppenwolf? No, it, it's no? George Thorogood. <laughs> oh, what? But Glenn, you get a point for bad to Great. the bone. Well, and finally, coming up on the no-repeat guarantee that's going to win you a whole pile of money, on Absolute Radio, we have this. Oh, well, Glenn. Glenn. Franz Ferdinand, yeah. take me out. No, 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 no. no, 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 no sorry, sorry, no. You've got a point for Franz Ferdinand. Stop I didn't talking. even save a whole title. No, you, we know so what you, you were saying. You said you got it wrong. Oh. Franz Ferdinand, you got the point, but you got the song title wrong. Emma. I need to hear more. Oh, well, Dyson. Dyson. Franz Ferdinand. Yeah. Do you wanna? No. Do you, do oh, God, you, do you wanna? Do you, um, shall we? Do you, okay, do it's do you want to. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you can be colloquial with it. That's okay. the best I've ever done. Okay, so the final scores are Matt Dyson, you got two. Oh. Even though oh, you, you had, had one all to yourself. I got one and two. Emma and That's Glenn. Dodgy. I need a recap. It's a tie. For a piece. Oh. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Farewell. Farewell, dear friends. Thanks for tuning in. It's been lovely having you on board all week long. And what a week. Uh, we would urge you, if you want to relive any of the, oh, the favourite moments from the show, they're all contained 
on the podcast, which you can get each and every day if you subscribe, and you can subscribe from all the usual places. It's basically just all the waffle with no ads or songs. Um, previous editions of the podcast have been called Bring the Holy Water to Table 4. <laughs> Why would he have a beard? He's a child who lives in Corfu. We bring Ben Dover. He came back from beyond the grave to do a sports bulletin. What a pro. <laughs> the dog scallops. What are you watching, Dad? Driveways. Hashtag believe. <laughs> the Chumbawamba years were a crazy time for a young Dave Berry. And today's podcast is going to be called, quite simply, Glenn Got a Haircut. Thank you <laughs> so much. That's a very fetching haircut as well. As I say, you can download that from all the usual places. We'll be back Monday morning, 6am. Don't forget, tomorrow is a big day here on Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner celebrates 10 years of being on air with us. Mm. He's doing 10 straight hours, including rock and roll football with the mats. And I hear we have a ukulele. It's <laughs> been confirmed. Let that in the be past the final hour. words of the week. <laughs> say that one more time for me, please. I hear we have a ukulele. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back next week and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.